This is Feather Forum, the podcast by Canadian Poultry Magazine, Canada's leading source for poultry news, research, and trends for more than 100 years. You've tuned in to hear important conversations with industry leaders, producers, researchers, and other experts. Hi, I'm Brett Ruffel, editor of Canadian Poultry. Thank you for joining me for the first edition of Feather Forum. I'm joined today by Mark DeBeer, who in April became Aviation's new president of North America. He oversees the company's business strategy and customer service throughout Canada and the U.S. A poultry nutritionist by trade, he has a wealth of experience on both the breeder and nutrition sides. First, could you start by telling us a little bit about your background? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I grew up in uh, South Africa. I actually grew up on the east coast of South Africa in a sugarcane farming region and uh, went to school there and uh, ended up studying animal science down at the University of Stellenbosch, which is near to Cape Town. And then uh, came to the U.S. now about, we've got to be 16, 17 years ago, came to the, uh, to the University of Arkansas and studied uh, poultry science, became a poultry nutritionist. Um, and yeah, then, you know, started my career at Aviagen fresh out of uh, University of Arkansas, that's been you know close to 15 years ago now, I guess. Um, yeah, and so yeah, really a nutritionist by training, and then have just evolved into into business roles through the years. You know, starting at Aviagen, then through DSM, and and into Elanco. Yeah, and then kind of full circle back to to Aviagen now. So what you, what drew you back to Aviagen? Uh, you know, I kind of, uh, you know, over the years, I, I started my career here and was fascinated by live production. I think Aviagen, you know, sits in a part of the supply chain that's kind of crucial and pretty strategic. So I was kind of a, a spoiled starting my career where it felt like you, you got to see lots of different parts of an operation. You were very relevant to an operation and kind of, I missed that, right? I like, uh, like being part of the live production scenario and being a pretty strategic part of what, what makes our customers uh, fail or succeed. So it's, uh, it's exciting to get back to that, yeah. So what does your new role entail? Yeah, so the new role, the, the, the president of Avigen North America obviously has business responsibility for, for Avigen in the US and Canada. And then we have our, our production operations uh, dotted throughout the US, right? So where we produce our, our parent stock, which then obviously gets uh, shipped around to the various locations in the US and Canada. Um, we ship some parent stock to other parts of the world as well, but obviously, you know, the biggest part of this particular business uh, services the U.S. and Canada. So how did you find working on the nu nutrition side and then what brought you back to the breeder industry? Yep. So, you know, I, again, as I said, I'm a nutritionist by training. So while, uh, while I was working at a genetics company, I felt like, well, if I'm a nutritionist, I probably ought to find out what it's like working for a nutrition company. Maybe it'll be a better fit. Um, so I spent, uh, of course, a bit of time at DSM and you know, it, it is pretty nice having the technical background. You, 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 you're able to have conversations and, and kind of understand the, the biological systems. And, and that's a little bit of an advantage when, you, when you're dealing in business, but you have a good understanding of the, the underlying biological principles. Um, so that was great. Enjoyed it and, and kind of felt like home for me. Um, and, you know, felt like my skill set was, was valuable in that industry. But uh, coming back, you know, again, I think it's, it's just the, the, the genetics business is so central to, to whether it be welfare, whether it be sustainability, whether it be, you know, overall progress in our industry over time, uh, genetics plays such a central role in that, that it's, uh, it really does feel like a great place to be. And um, yeah, just the relevance of it to, to our industry is, is really critical. And, and that's a nice, nice place for a person to be, be engaged in. So what's it been like transitioning to this new role, like in the middle of a pandemic? 
Yeah, it's been strange, to be honest. Normally, when you, when you start something new, anything, a job or anything new, obviously, you want to get to know all the people and you want to engage. And, you know, I'm kind of more traditionalist in that sense. I like to shake hands. I like to see people face to face. So that part's been tough. It's been, a, um, you know, a little bit strange trying to engage in a, in a new company in a, an important role without too much face to face contact. But having said that, I was fortunate. You know, I know, know a lot of the team here at Avigen already from my previous time here. Um, and, and a lot of the faces are, are familiar. So I was able to, to sort of reconnect pretty quickly with those folks. And then obviously you have the, the, you have the technology at your disposal, right? With Viet, Zoom or, or other sort of virtual means to reconnect. Um, but yeah, it's been tough. And obviously people aren't doing their jobs in the normal way. So, so settling into a new routine and a new rhythm is a little bit difficult when you don't have, uh, you know, you, everyone's facing something they've literally never seen before. So from that perspective, it's certainly, it's certainly different and, and a little bit weird, but, uh, you know, fortunately the relationships are there. And so we're able to get off, hopefully, I think on the right foot here. I think Zoom is something that's going to stick with us for a while, even after the pandemic. I think so. Yeah, I, I do think so. And I think, you know, you know, obviously I think you can get a little bit of Zoom fatigue. You do this too often all day and it'll, it'll wipe you out. You better have a good chair. Um, but I do think it's going to be a part of the way we do business, right? I think we can be, you know, we kind of owe it to ourselves globally to be as efficient as we can with resources. And so maybe hopping on a plane, you know, it has its place and, and those face-to-face engagements are important. But having said that, I think uh, there is a lot of opportunity to use, be it Zoom or other technologies. Uh, we, we can be a lot more efficient, get stuff done probably quicker. Um, you know, we just got to get out of our comfort zone a little bit and, and engage the technology. So what was your first priority when you started this role? Yeah, like I said, I think getting to getting really re-engaged with all the people, understanding exactly where everyone is and, and, and how they're going. Um, you know, the, again, the company has done so much since I left. You know, it's been an eight, nine-year period here, but the company has grown tremendously. It's developed alongside that as well, right? So it's a lot more professional, a lot more um, kind of, you know, uh, you know, contemporary organization, maybe you would say. And so getting to know that again and really getting to understand how far we've come and then like I said, I think that the company, you know, it, it plays a pretty important role in the whole production system. And so, uh, you know, I feel pretty, pretty obligated to do a good job and make sure that, that our products are of the appropriate quality and supplied when, they, when and where they're needed. So uh, that's, a, you know, a pretty high priority to keep that rolling. They, they've built a pretty impressive organization. And obviously, I want to just keep that rolling and keep developing. So do you see any unique challenges and opportunities for your company in Canada? Uh, yeah, you know, obviously with the, with the supply management system in Canada, you know, we, we've, we've enjoyed, I think, over the years, very good success. You know, our product, um, you know, it, it fits a really a need in Canada that, that over the years we've been able to succeed there. Obviously, you know, things, you know, we, we've got diversity in our portfolio, which is one of our strengths. And so you do have somewhat different opportunities in Canada with regard to processing and, and live performance, et cetera. So, you know, continuing to meet our customers' needs, continuing to, to engage with the system in place in Canada, um, and, and where you have niche opportunities, take advantage of those with the diversity of our portfolio. I know that sometimes you will come out with, say, a unique, there will be a certain brand or unique product that works in Canada that's not as big in the U.S. or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you know, you know, if you look at the uh, at the makeup of of the brands in the U.S. versus Canada, it's quite different, right? You know, in, in the U.S., mostly we're growing, well, I say mostly, frequently growing a bigger bird, right? And 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 further processing, and of course, in Canada, you have some of that, 
but in general you have a, a slightly smaller bird and you know it comes with a different set of economics right associated with that and then of course you don't have as much integration in Canada and so you've got folks along the chain who have uh, objectives that they want to meet and, and be economically viable along the way so the portfolio looks quite different in Canada than, than it does in the US but uh, you know the things that, that make chicken successful don't necessarily change, right? You've got to rear them well. You've got to, you know, take care of all the associated technical parameters that you've got to put into them. Um, you know, food, lights, air, water, space, sanitation, all these things. You've got to get it right, whether it's it's going to be an eight-pound chicken or it's going to be a five-pound chicken. Those are things you've got to get right no matter what. So yeah, we spend a lot of time, I think, focusing on, on getting the inputs right um, and then let our customers do what they do best and, and serve their customers. So why did you choose a career in poultry? Uh, you know, I didn't, uh, it, it kind of chose me over time, right? I, I studied animal science because I was fascinated with the natural world. I really wanted to become a game ranger. So I wanted to be working with wild animals. Um, no one told me that animal science was going to be the ones that you, uh, you grow for production purposes. So once I got into it, I realized, hey, this is, uh, there's no lions, there's no leopards, there's no giraffes. This is uh, chickens, pigs, cows, goats. Um, so once I, once I got into it and realized that I had kind of missed uh, you know, I got misguided on what I was getting into. It was like, where's the best place to be from a career perspective? And at that time, obviously, you know, I had a couple of professors who, who had a pretty big input in, in the direction I took. And I chose poultry because I felt like, you know, all the dynamics of, of global protein consumption. If you think about all the restrictions you have on certain meats, poultry doesn't have that, right? So this humble little chicken is, is doing incredible things to feed the world. And at the time, it seemed obvious to me that that would be the, the, the industry with the biggest opportunities for someone like me. Um, and, and I think, you know, again, I, I could easily have gone into pigs or cattle, but pretty happy I ended up in poultry, even if it was mostly serendipitous, right? So what would you say is your proudest achievement so far? And, and what are your future goals? Yeah, good, good question. You know, proudest achievement, that's a, that's a tough one. You know, you don't think of, uh, of too, or too frequently about individual achievements. Um, you know, the things that, that have given me the most sort of satisfaction are, are helping to build teams, you know, seeing teams perform better than they thought was possible, seeing, seeing individuals grow and develop. So, you know, there's some examples through my career where, where you know, being around lots of great people and, and, and helping them connect, building teams has probably been the most satisfying thing I've, I've been able to do in my career. Of course, you don't do that alone, right? So, uh, and if I think about, you know, going forward, obviously, you know, we're in a pretty, like I said, a pretty important part of the food supply chain. Um, you know, again, you want to you play a humble role in that. You don't necessarily want to be a, a, the, the, the central figure in that. But, you know, helping Aviagen to, to develop and grow and build our teams, which then will subsequently develop and grow our business and hopefully play an important role, role in, in feeding the world in the future. Right? That's, uh, you know, we'll sit somewhere in the background quietly and, and uh, take some satisfaction out of that in the future. Okay, and uh, last question, just um, do you have, how do you like to spend your downtime and do you have any hidden talents? <laughs> yeah, I got, I, got, well, I got four kids, so my downtime is, is frequently consumed by, and three of them are girls, which I'm finding they, uh, they take up a lot of my time. So yeah, I got four kids and a, and a happy, currently healthy family, so they take up a lot of time. I do, I, I'm, I'm prone to getting involved in a lot of different hobbies, though. so I've got a, a small collection of bonsai trees, which, uh, which keep me busy to some extent. I love to fly fish. Um, and then the last four or five years, I've gotten into beekeeping. And so uh, I've got a little, a little apiary. And uh, so I spent the weekend bottling last fall's honey. Um, so yeah, I, I, I keep myself pretty busy. But the kids are probably central to that right now. Um, and when I get a few, free, a few free minutes, I go take on some of my other hobbies, yeah.
Okay, well, thanks a lot for your time. Hey, thank you, Britt. All right, take care. All right, take care. Thanks for tuning in to Feather Forum, the podcast by Canadian Poultry Magazine. To catch up on all of our other episodes, visit canadianpoultrymag.com slash podcasts.